0: So when I was a sophomore in high school, I had the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. It was the first time I'd ever been there for the March for Life. And this is where tens of thousands, some of the years, hundreds of thousands of people go in support of life to Washington, D.C. And the night before the March, there is a huge mass at one of the biggest churches in America, it's the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception. And at that church, they have this massive mass with thousands and thousands of people and there's like a church upstairs. So we took the train to go out there and a few stops north of the city, thousands of people upstairs, my group wasn't there. Thousands of people in the church downstairs wasn't there. We were like back by the gift shop where you couldn't see anything at all. And we're there at mass and there's all these people. And after mass, we're going back to the city. So we get on the Metro and I'm, you know, at the time, like 14. I'm not too familiar with metro systems or big cities, just being from a small town north of Rockford. And I'm on there, and there's all these people just shoving onto the train. And I kind of just end up with this group of college kids. And they seemed like super cool, so I wanted to seem quote-unquote cool to them and tried to crack some jokes. And they thought I was actually a little bit funny, so they made me one of their friends, and we're talking on the train, and we're going, and just like totally immersed and these new friends, where they're from, what their life is like, and just enjoying the experience. So, the extrovert that I am. And in all the distractions, the train starts to get a bit lighter and lighter. And eventually the group is like, all right, this is our stop, we're gonna get off. Nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. And then I look around the train and I don't recognize a single face on the train. I don't know where my group is. My dad was one of the chaperones. I'm like, Dad, where are you? I had missed my stop. I don't know where I was, but I'm like, all right, I got to figure out. I do not even know where I was supposed to go and what stop I was supposed to get off on. And I get off the train and I'm freaking out because this is, you know, this is like 2006. I don't have a cell phone. I'm a sophomore in high school. This isn't like now or half our grade school has cell phones, which is a different homily, but don't give grade schoolers cell phones. I'm serious. So I don't have a cell phone, I don't know where I'm supposed to go, and somewhere else in Washington, D.C., my dad is doing a head count. Like, who are we missing? Of course, my son is missing. That's why I'm here. He's causing problems. I was able to find someone to get in contact and call my dad, and he met me, and it ended up okay. But I'm praying about that, distraction, good things going on, and we just totally miss our stop. That's what happens a lot in life, is that we're going through life, we're on the train, we're doing a lot of good things, you know, things are keeping us busy, work, family, and all our hobbies and different things, and before we know it, we look up and we're like, where are we even going? What what is this all about? And that's what this time of Advent is all about, brothers and sisters, to be able to sit back and just say, what stop?" am I even supposed to get off on? What, what am I looking for? And have I missed my stop completely? And in this season of Advent, we just kind of take a step back and say, all right, what, what is the goal? Where are we heading? That's what these readings are mentioning a lot about. This call for us to wake up, to look around, to notice what is going on in our life. Are we centered on Christ? Is He the most important part of every single aspect of our life. And if he's not, well, what's the problem? What do we need to shake up? Because brothers and sisters, a lot of us can kind of just go through life and be like, yeah, there's a lot of distractions out here. There's a lot, there's even some crazy things, some bad stuff. And compared to like the overall average, I feel like I'm a pretty good person. I feel like I'm doing all right. But that's not the bar. We do not set what we want to expect and to get out of life at the world. The world is way down here. We recognize from the first reading from the book of Isaiah this understanding that God created us for true peace and harmony. And these beautiful images, the lion laying with the lamb and and all of this just kind of before the fall Garden of Eden. We think of all the animals coming up to Adam and allowing them to be named in this sort of just really peaceful situation. And sin enters the world and the craziness has just increased since then we turn on the tv and it's like it's messed up out there i mean i'm doing all right but that's not what we set the bar to to recognize an advent that christ entered into humanity is like everybody i got this became man he sets the bar for us he died for our sins so we can have a relationship with him he comes into our life through the sacraments to say i want to be in your life on a daily, on a weekly basis. So during Advent, we kind of recognize, all right, there's a lot of things in my life. There's some distractions. There's a lot of good things. But am I still focused on Christ? Do I know where I'm going? And how do we do this? By participating in those sacraments that Christ gives us. By allowing ourselves to say, all right, Holy Spirit, what part of my heart does your grace need to shine on to show me, like, all right, this is, not what it, this is not what it means to live like a Christian. This is not what it means to be fulfilled in life and keep our, our eyes focused on things not of God. Christmas is going to be here in a couple weeks. We don't have a long time before God is with us. Not only in the sense of Christmas, but we never know when Christ will be here. So brothers and sisters, allow these weeks, allow this season of Advent, allow this penitential time to spend a little extra time in prayer, to reflect on where we are in life and to ask ourselves, are we ready for the coming of Christ? Because he will be here soon. And that is a beautiful thing, but it's a lot more joyful when we're ready. So let's ask the Holy Spirit and the grace of the sacrament we're about to receive to prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ so that Christmas will truly be joy and peace in our hearts.